Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Tom Nixon. Tom is Regional Coordinator with Toward Zero Deaths. And Tom, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus. Yes, thank you very much for having me today. Uh, so we've got Tom and Tess on the phone. I'm in studio and... Uh, Tom, Tom, you're actually pinch-hitting because uh, we were going to have Neil Dickinson here today, but he couldn't make it, so I appreciate you the fact that you're with us today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, traffic safety doesn't take a day off, and sometimes we have to, so I'm uh, very happy to be here again and talking about our important topic. Well, Tom, uh, we we were calling it on the air. We we tried to encourage people to slow down, drive carefully uh, on that first big snowfall of the year, but I think it was statewide, did I hear, it was over a 1,000 uh, spin-outs and people in the ditch and so on and so forth. Yeah, with a 1,000 vehicles spinning off, we, we tend to find that after these first snow events, even though many of us have been through it before, uh, it takes that experience of getting on the snow and the ice uh, for some people to remind themselves to slow down and, and drive to conditions. The, uh, the tire shops uh, tend to get busier after this as well, so... Unfortunately, uh, yeah, a lot of cars ended up finding their way in places they didn't plan to go. But um, going forward, hopefully, they'll make better decisions and uh, and you know, we'll have less of that going forward. And Tom, really, the key there is when we have these types of conditions, it's to slow down and give that extra space between vehicles, isn't it? It really is. It's all about that planning part. And most drivers really have, have done a good job about preparing for the, the winter and. Uh, as we know, uh, the number of drivers out there that drive to conditions, um, we, they don't have issues. It's, it's sometimes just the one in front of them that, uh, you know, when someone says, oh, they stopped, they stopped too quick. Well, we were probably following too close. Um, or we were, you know, even though the posted speed's at 55 or 60 or 30, um, if we can't keep control of our vehicle at that time, we're in liability of what could happen afterwards. So, yeah, it's all about preparing for what the... Uh, Mother Nature and, and the world can throw at us. And Tom, also, uh, when we talk winter driving, we have to talk about snow plows, and that always seems to be an issue. People need to understand to give them plenty of room. Gosh, it, they, they need to travel at a much slower pace to have um, the travel lane cleaned. And if we think about you know the frustration of our planning to get to our destinations, we're always aiming towards getting to our, our places ahead of schedule, but, you know, sometimes those snowplows get in front of us and there's a temptation to try to pass or get on the other side. Unfortunately, the the road is not as good on, on the other side. And so if we follow that plow, they're going to be going 15 to 20 miles an hour. Um, they're going to have that uh, limited visibility if there's the snowplow that's coming. You're putting yourself at a lot of risk to try to make that pass. So be very deliberate and, and careful and knowing knowing that you're going to be able to make that pass. And just because you have four-wheel drive does not mean you will make it uh, around that safely. A lot of the time the mistakes people make, they think that the four-wheel drive is going to save them, and that is not always the case. Well, I've got anti-lock brakes. Uh, that, that in itself, again, is uh, it's, it's better for ice, but it, it doesn't mean that uh, you can stop on ice. It just means you have better control. So yep. all that little education stuff that over the years... Um, you know, maybe it's gotten lost in, in different moments for people, and we just need to remind ourselves. Most people do it right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'll add to this conversation is, uh, sure enough, that first big snowfall, and I saw a car driving down the road that I don't know how they could see out the windows because most of them were covered in, in snow, and that's that's another uh, danger to others on the roadway, isn't it? 
It certainly is. Uh, you know, you, you need to have your field of view completely cleaned off, which means before you depart, make sure that your vehicle's warm and that your windshield's defrosting. And if you have ice or snow on your windshield, it's going to be a, a constant battle to keep that um, moisture from developing on the inside because that cold and hot uh, interact and you're going to have fog come up. So get it, all that ice cleaned off uh, from your field of view and then make certain that your um, side windows are clear. If you need to roll down your windows, even better yet, uh, if that's what you have to do because it keeps fogging up. But you need to be able to see or you're going to be at risk of uh, something you don't wish to get into. Tom, we just wrapped up school bus safety week. Um, are we still having issues, do you know, with uh, folks not stopping for those stop arms? I, I hear it's improving. And kind of like the winter driving, um, the buses are, are now been out uh, for almost two months. And um, in some places, two months, and people are, are getting more acclimated to seeing them again. But, you know, there are always uh, are complaints about people that are approaching the bus, uh, they're passing we need to be aware and think of the times of the day when those buses are going to be out. You should be looking for them. You should be paying attention to taillights. You should be not lost in thought and, and spend that extra effort to just put that together. If you're going to be traveling in that 7 to 8.15 in the morning time period or that 3 to 4.30 time period, uh, there's going to be a good chance of stopping traffic or stopping school bus for our young ones to be crossing to get home or to their destinations. Absolutely. And speaking of young ones, we've got a Halloween coming up very shortly. Yay, yeah, Halloween. You know, we look forward to it. Uh, we, we always think about that major snowstorm we had all those years ago on our Halloween. But whether it's it's Halloween um, or it's going to be just those people that are out uh, using the roadway for exercise or, or clearing their mind even with everything that's uh, in the air right now, um, we have to be on the lookout for people on the on the roadside. So if you're going to be going out trick-or-treating, do yourself a favor. There's never been a requirement for certain garments or certain color clothing to be worn for you to be a, a bicyclist or a pedestrian, but I'd consider that to be a very vulnerable road user. And we unfortunately have had uh, far too many people that have been hit, um, whether it's been near trick-or-treating time or just in in uh, the fall time period, winter time period, where they were not seen. And, you know, that comes to the, the driver being attentive, but it also, whether the driver um, could or couldn't see you, uh, it's definitely going to help you if you're going to be wearing some of that retroreflective clothing, which, you know, they sell um, in many locations. And look for that that word right there, retroreflective. It's going to be where it's, it's not just going to be a bright color, but it's actually going to reflect back to that shiny light, just like a bicycle uh, reflector or, or other reflective material, it's, it's going to bounce back to that driver so that they can identify that out in the distance and, and, you know, use the edge of the road as best you can. Try to stay out of the travel lane and think about where you're walking, if someone could see you or not. Halloween gets to be very difficult because those costumes can be very dark and, you know, you're, you're kind of quick dart across to get to someone's house or do, um, you know, something different that that's mid-block and people aren't anticipating it really supposed to be a very fun night and uh you know the adults everyone just be on the lookout uh, if you're a driver pay attention and if you're just walking with your kids you know pay attention to the other one that's crossing the street it's okay to speak up for them too yeah 
and a good point about the reflective clothing for joggers and those that are exercising on the roadway because uh, we have to remember, too, we're ready to change back to Central Standard Time here, and that means the days are even shorter. So, Yeah, absolutely. Tom, I, I understand we have uh, some good news because uh, for, well, it seemed it was a, a number of years, we the Crowing County was on a list that we didn't want to be on. Yeah. Um, very thankfully, due to Brainerd Lakes toward zero deaths and uh, a lot of collaborative efforts, more people in our county um, have been getting to their destinations, have been coming home after whatever events they've been at, have been able to reach where they want to get to because they've been trying to educate through opportunities like this. They've been trying to engineer by making the roadways safer, taking out some of the risk of human error that can contribute. They've been trying to change those behaviors with um, enforcement by by finding people that are are not following best driving practices and putting others at risk in themselves. Uh, and, and when injuries uh, do occur or, or bad things happen, um, our response system has been there. But they've been working to prevent those with injury prevention efforts. All to say that we have come out of the deadly 13 here in Crowling County, and we've been hearing that on the radio. We've seen maybe in the newspaper as well. But um, it has been an improvement. And for as busy as our lakes area is, as many people as comes to this area, it is a real compliment to everyone's efforts and for the recognition that traffic safety is, is truly a risk of, of uh, everybody's consideration to how to do better. If we think even of our region, uh, the East Central region for the Toward Zero Deaths program, and we look at our risk factors um, in, in the 12 counties that go from Cass County down to Wright County, um, Crowing over to Todd, Wadena, Stearns, um, our 12 counties at the central part of the state we have the, the second highest population density, uh, second to the metro, uh, of all the regions in the state. And we have the most centerline road miles. And yet, we, this last, last year, 2019, um, had a decrease of, of nearly 20% uh, in fatalities, and we had a decrease in nearly 15% in serious injuries. And this county is, is trending right along with that as well. And just for everybody's sake, it makes a difference when you slow down, when you buckle up, when you plan your drive, when you plan ahead to have a sober ride. All of those items um, are really saving lives, and it saves us as taxpayers costs for response mm-hmm. services that are going out to those crashes. It saves us heart heartache. Um, it saves us um, a lot of ways, but very much a, a really great thing to celebrate. And thank you to you two for hosting us so often on here to talk about what things make a difference um, because it's it's helping all of us. So thank you very much. Yeah, big win for the area. Thank you, and awesome. uh, but I, I, and I'll throw it right back at you for your hard work, and also a big thank you to uh, the many law enforcement agencies that have teamed together on special enforcements and uh, these um, um, uh, summer long events that we had on three seventy one and two ten to just make people aware they need to slow down and drive properly. And those those make a difference, don't they, Tom? They certainly do. Um, when PZD began in 2003, uh, it wasn't as if there was not a traffic safety initiative in Minnesota, but it wasn't as formally recognized. And just last week, earlier this week, I should say, we were listening to Norway and Sweden talk about their programs. And although a lot of things about their country is different, 
um, what they've recognized is is how many lives they've they've been able to save by by just norming um, driving behavior as a priority. And what yep. we see here is those people that have made that difference, made that change. We've had a forty five percent reduction in the state of Minnesota in in fatalities on our roadways in just over fifteen years, and. For most of us, that's a big celebration. For me, being on the fire department and on the ambulance for all the years and going to those um, tragic events, it is, if, if at a minimum for that audience, it's something that they can say they've, they've saved themselves from that, from the families that, that had to lose somebody to be involved in the mission now. Um, they've saved maybe somebody else from that. But in a big way, it has so many trickle effects of positive um, outcomes it's it's a big win. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I'm sure you would agree, it boils down to every one of us taking that personal responsibility behind the wheel of our vehicle. Absolutely. Yep. You, you can do best by, by just paying attention and uh, doing the things you know you're supposed to do. If you're wearing your seatbelt and traveling the right speed, um, the law and the safety features are in your favor. Very good. Tom, anything else we should mention as we uh, head into another change of season? <laughs> you know, I, people, if you've not had the opportunity to do so, and maybe you had the recent reminder, think about uh, the condition of your vehicle. And, you know, brakes are important. Yeah, we need to make sure we check those. Our, our tire tread depth and, and right compound for the winter um, many of us are, you know, not maybe able to go out and buy new snow tires every time winter comes along, but at least make sure they're adequate uh, for the conditions. Uh, headlights, you need to be able to see and be able to see through. Make sure both your lights are working. I'll leave your marker lights so people can see you. Have your, your plan staged out. Um, let someone know where your destination is going to be and, and where you think you might be headed towards. Having that safety kit with you and your vehicle is, is important as well. Um, I think today, it's with cell phones, has changed some of the stranded driver behaviors we used to. The unintended pedestrian is an area where we've found risk to, where people have not, in, no, not intended to be a pedestrian. Well, in the summer, that's not a big deal um, for many things. In the darkness, it's still a risk. You should have that retroreflective stuff with you. But in the wintertime, um, you know, if you left the house in shorts and flip-flops and a T-shirt because your vehicle was warm, and, and then you, you know, just get stuck in slushy snow... And you have to walk any distance in zero weather uh, or, or 20 degree weather. You're not prepared for that event, and you need to be. I'm speaking to. It seems like maybe a younger audience when I'm saying this, but you know <laughs> these are audiences that need to hear. Um, you need to bundle up. You need to have the things with you to be prepared. And um, yeah. yeah, so we're going into this winter season. So being prepared, windshield wipers, a cheap investment for a lot of game. And a good window scraper probably goes a long ways in, in preparing for what you need to be ready for out on the road. Well said. Yeah, don't count on your credit card for uh, an ice scraper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, your hands are going to get cold if you have that. And, you know, for under $10, you probably have quite a variety of ice scrapers you can purchase. And I, I think many people can afford that uh, that component. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Tom, we want to say thank you for being here today to share the good news and to remind all of us to stay safe behind the wheel. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you both very much. Safe driving. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Take care. Tom Nixon is the regional coordinator for Towards Zero Deaths.
I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime online on our website at 1067wjjy.com. And you can also find those programs on our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.